This week's Incredulous installment will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Chava, Chris, and myself. We had big plans, they fell through, we bounced back. News items include everybody getting cupped out of their masks by a district court judge in Florida, streets gathering gray whiskers as boomers lose their housing, the biggest names in food and drink raking in the dough, stacking bread, and tossing peanuts to the labor force. That was a food pun. Locally, more unions emerge. Michelle Wu still fucking up and a man dragged to his death by defective redline doors. Chris drops a gold nugget of international solidarity, and Hava celebrates the holidays in a cloud of dog fart. If you offer them coffee, they will come. Or at least that's the hope. It's all part of the effort to bring back remote workers. The city has plenty of other ideas as well. We're bringing fife and drum troops in. We're bringing historical reenactors in. We're just trying to make sure people understand that downtown Boston is clean, safe, and welcoming. Awkward beginning. Don't cut it all out. All of it. Start over again. Hot off the presses. Joe, go. Hello. Tell us what's hot off the presses. Can we, should we tell the, the, the folks, we planned on having a guest and seem they didn't show up. So we're just going to, we're just going to roll with a normal episode. Joe, go. Yeah, I forgive them. Yes. Hopefully now. we can, we can uh, try to get them on at some other time. We're communicating across long distances. Yeah. They literally live halfway across the world. So, you know, the internet brings us together, but it doesn't necessarily solve all logistical issues joseph what's the news this week you can go off a little bit more than just three stories actually if we're not going to have ej yeah so the uh federal mask mandate for public transportation has been voided by a federal what like district court judge in florida yeah and dumbass massachusetts (laughs) officials have taken this as an excuse to bring an end to the mask mandates on the MBTA, and also at Logan Airport. When did that go into effect? Today. Okay. Literally today. Like, literally, yeah. like, like, two o'clock this afternoon. So we're Florida now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not even two o'clock. Or the federal one, maybe, but uh, the the one on the T, that was reported at, like, a little after four in the afternoon. Hmm. That's weird, because I was, like, coming home on the train last week, and <laughs> I'm not even going to tell this story, actually. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> what could have been? Yeah, this is yeah. bullshit. Anybody who says that, like, 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 judges aren't political uh, entities, go fuck yourself. Um, also, <laughs> people who say that also have clearly no understanding of of history. Like, well, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but the court system has always been extremely political. My mother. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they really believe that. I think that's just what partisans say to feel better about themselves. Probably I, I'm in bad inclined faith. to agree with Jesse on that. Yeah. In other news, a... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. I just want to say, the end of this mask mandate is bullshit. What's going to happen? First of all, again, like, Chris brings up a good point. Like, why is everybody across the country like, yay, let's do what Florida says? Uh, when, like, wasn't it for most of, like, the fucking pandemic, like, 
the rest of the country being like, don't be like Florida. They're fucking it up. But like, whatever. I don't know. I It's annoying. What's going to happen is you're going to see on the T and at Logan, you're not going to have any masks. And then uh, less employees are going to be able to come in and work because they're going to get sick. And then they're just going to fucking we're going to have to wear masks again anyways. So, like, enjoy this three weeks where nobody has a mask on, I guess. I'll keep wearing mine. Yeah. It's really good timing <laughs> in the fact that there's supposed to be, like, another variant coming. Yeah. Pretty soon. And yeah. what really horrifies me about... Especially, but particularly the the federal one is that uh, Biden essentially was saying, "Don't give a fuck anymore." Sick, disabled, and poor people are basically going to have to fend for themselves. Yeah, as uh, it's up to the individual to choose whether or not they want to wear a mask, which basically means that we are the social contract is basically being uh, torn up in front of our eyes. It's fucking neoliberalism, though. Yeah, that's true. Like the individual responsibility thing. The individual responsibility of taking care of yourself during a fucking pandemic. Absurd. Anyways. Any concept of uh, like collective responsibility to your fellow citizens neoliberalism is just completely does not compute with neoliberalism because it's all about the individual. Yeah, that's true in effect, but it's not true in rhetoric because we are being sold the message of do what's right fair neighbor or whatever for pa we're we're being told basically to fuck ourselves but it's being (laughs) it's being conveyed in the language of collectivism which is even worse i think go fuck yourselves together this probably warrants some elaboration so think of every commercial you've ever seen that begins with something akin to in these trying times or when nothing is certain The goal is kind of to convince the audience that they're already on the winning team, but that they need to buy stability in order to continue winning. So the economy, for instance, is used as a proxy for public health. Because everybody is affected by something as nebulous as the economy, without defining what or who that economy consists of, the capitalist class will remind us of our collective responsibility to keep the economy healthy, or whatever. So while it might be safe, to stay home or to wear masks in public, we have a patriotic duty to support the small business owner. Even if we're talking specifically about COVID and public health, part of the impetus for getting vaccinated was to not overwhelm hospitals with COVID patients because the treatment of COVID is not profitable for the hospital. And I think the relative success of Andrew Yang speaks to how well this reframing can work with so-called independence. On its face, universal basic income sounds like an equitable alternative to means-tested government programs, in a nod to other universal rights campaigns. But in truth, UBI is the method by which our existing social safety net, though meager it may be, is displaced by private markets, such that assistance is contingent solely upon ability to pay, rather than proof of inability to pay. I wouldn't call it a uniquely American phenomenon, the belief that collective action is achieved through our choices as consumers, that we contribute to society only by engaging in economic activity. But, just like Joe said, it's definitely the crux of neoliberalism. Anyways, back to the show. But also it's like, basically the idea that like, well, we just don't care anymore. Whoa. It's kind of messed up to see. You know, I was worried about this. Too expensive to care, bro. Hmm. I, I had yes. a feeling something like this would happen in January because, like, I think yeah, a big a reason why they're pushing forward, like, right now specifically is because the midterms are coming up and they're 
the Democrats as usual are worried about looking soft on X and they think uh, sticking it to poor and disabled people will somehow be good for them electorally. Yeah, they don't want to look soft, so they got to fuck the poor people. Yeah. They got to fuck the poor and, and prove they that fuck they're the hard. They got the real rigid uh, policy set. Yeah. Like when they started <laughs> lifting the mask mandates, and, uh, I think it was like about a month or two ago, literally quoted in The Guardian is there was like a Democratic consultant who was literally quoted as being like, the Guardian. The most important thing right now is to like keep the schools open so that Democrats look like they're doing something about COVID and they're making uh The Guardian. Because too many people are feeling inconvenienced by all this COVID stuff. We're literally just pushing people into the meat grinder because we think it will help us electorally. Do you remember all these things from memory, Joe? Or recall these things from memory, I should say? Yes. yes. Impressive. All right. <laughs> I can't do that. Jesse, what were you about to say? Nothing. All right, sorry. Whatever. <laughs> what? Go on with your next damn story then, Joe. Fuck. Uh, so a report <laughs> from the uh, Economic Policy Institute today showed that, quote, some of the largest, most profitable companies in retail and food service are still paying most of their workers less than $15 an hour, and many still make less than $10 an hour. According to a company wage tracker developed by the Economic Policy Institute, the tracker which covers 66 large retail and food service corporations found Dollar General pays 92% of its workers less than 15 bucks an hour, and 22% are paid less than $10 an hour. McDonald's pays 89% of its workers less than $15 an hour, and 23% are paid less than 10 bucks an hour. Wendy's pays 87% of its workers less than 15 bucks an hour, and 17% are paid less than $10 an hour. At Sonic, the number of workers making less than 15 bucks an hour is at 85%, with 22% of their workers making less than $10 an hour. Similarly, high percentages were found at Arby's, Burger King, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. These are all companies that are whining about how they can't find any help, they can't find any work, and yet they still can't be bothered to pay people $10 an hour. Like, how in the fuck are you supposed to survive on $10 an hour? You're not. They don't care. They say the stuff in bad faith. That's the mistake we make is we're trying to engage like they're going to have a normal conversation or interested in the talking points, but they're not. These people know what they're doing. It's like lobbyist corruption. The Yum Corporation that uh, owns a lot of those businesses is worth $6 billion. So, yeah, they can pay. <laughs> it's my first night back at work in about a month uh, on Saturday. It's the end of shift, and I was we were having a conversation with some of my coworkers about wages and stuff because we were talking about the raise we just got and about like inflation and stuff and the conversation made its way to like how uh waiters and like restaurant service people basically get screwed over with like the tip minimum wage and we were talking about how like the federal minimum wage hasn't moved up in forever like i actually said mm-hmm. which is true that the federal minimum wage hasn't moved since i was in elementary school i was like in the fourth grade the last time the federal minimum wage moved at all and well how come like uh restaurant workers are get screwed over with this tip minimum wage stuff. And I was like, because there's an army of lobbyists whose sole <laughs> purpose is to prevent that from ever happening. Yes. Little de- literal demons walk this earth. The entire restaurant industry's uh, business model is predicated upon squeezing every last yeah. bit of exploitation out of their workers because yeah, otherwise they staff. can't profit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, if the whole paradigm is based upon that, uh, something's fucked up there. Uh, and also, like PepsiCo right now, who, who also owns a lot of those businesses, like I couldn't find their 
exact uh, worth, but they're trading at $200 a share right now. So again, they're doing well. Yeah, it's all pretty fucked up. (laughs) Well, try to imagine if the wage was tied to the cost of all your basic needs, housing, healthcare, education. What number would we even come up with? It would be a lot higher than that. Probably closer to like 50. In this city, it would be like 50. Here's also yeah. something that's quite insidious. Like, look at McDonald's. Uh, the numbers I list, rather not. listed off uh, were 89% of its workforce makes less than 15 bucks an hour, and almost one out of four McDonald's workers make less than 10 bucks an hour. Their CEO made $20 yeah. million last year. That means everybody on the floor makes shit wages. Everybody doing labor, doing the actual, like, you know, work makes nothing. The federal minimum wage is like seven twenty-five an hour. And if you're working 40 <sighs> hours a week... Every week, that means that you're making before taxes about fifteen grand. Yeah, that's not even rent. I make more than that working two days a week. Wait, what? Yeah, you wait, make what? more than you make more than fifteen grand working two days a week. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's good work if you can what? get it. So what, you you get $8,000 a day or something? No. Well, actually not just two days a week. No, I work, you I make 15 work grand a year. Jesse took that very literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's an escort. He's a no, highly I was, paid I'm escort. I'm looking at the fucking, because Scott said he didn't know what Pepsi's really? net worth was. And I'm like, I just searched PepsiCo worth in a nondescript search engine. And... The first result gave me an exact number, which is two hundred and thirty-five point six three billion. Mother, ha! <laughs> Wait, what? They're worth two hundred billion dollars? PCO? Yeah. Oh my god! Fuck. Do they own like <sighs> yeah, most they, own, of the they own snack and drink they own industry? A lot. Yeah, no, they own a lot of people. Yeah, I know. They're like more. one of the five companies at the top of that massive. My brother worked for one of their subsidiaries. Another one is like Mondelez, I think. Is that what yeah. it's called? Mondelez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They basically just own all the food that's really unhealthy. They just own all the food. Stop. Just They, they own all the food. <laughs> they own this soup that I'm eating right now. <laughs> yeah. And then Coke owns most of the beverages that are unhealthy. What's fucked up about this, especially like Amazon and then just like the monopolization of food and auto manufacturing and all that shit. I mean, cars suck, but the point is... When it makes sense to only have a couple, like one or just a handful of corporations actually facilitating all of the processes that go into manufacturing for like gigantic markets, monopolization isn't bad if the state is the monopoly. You know what I mean? The the reason that prices are so low for food and shit in this country is because they achieve extreme economies of scale, and they also don't pay their laborers. But they also achieve extreme economies of scale. Like, the United States is a pretty big fucking country. We are the third most populous nation on Earth. If Amazon was government-run, government-owned, publicly-owned, however you want to put it, we could have, like, a USPS equivalent distributor, which would yeah. be fucking great. People would actually be paid what they were worth. Yeah, if Amazon was a public good, it would be incredible. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's not, so that's the problem. Well, one of many. One of many problems. 
Well, I think all the problems cascade from the fact that it's a privately owned business is what I'm yeah. saying. You know. Exactly. And this, again, I think I postulated this like at the beginning of this fucking podcast. Corporations are assuming the place formerly occupied by countries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody has anything to say about that? Okay, cool. No, no disagreement found. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating a piece of bread now. The bread is okay. important. Bread. I, I don't. I don't find any th- need to add to that because it's correct. Bread. This is the bread tube. Bread. <laughs> Literal bread. Bread. Peace, land, bread, and publicly bread. owned enterprise. There's a TikTok of just a bunch of guys saying bread, and it's just like one of those videos. It's just like another video, and then another video, and they're all just saying bread, bread, bread. Bread. Oh, they just bread. Like, What's the next news item, Joe? Put bread. bread in a PVC pipe. Bread. Bread. Good segue. <laughs> Give me some bread, Joe. So there was this article <laughs> on the, in the Associated Press that uh, was published on uh, April 10th, and I remember seeing the push notification for it. Originally, was definitely on the nose. We're really up to the date. push notification. Read. America's growing homeless population is rapidly expanding. Advocates say it's not substance abuse or mental illness putting many of them on the streets. It's rent. The edited headline for the article is America's homeless ranks growing as more retire on the streets. So I guess more retire. That's your fucking retirement plan in America. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. well, I'm just going to go live on the streets. I'll be fine. It's rustic. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development said in its 2017 annual homeless assessment report that the share of homeless people aged 50 or over in emergency shelters or transitional housing jumped from 22.9% in 2007 to 33.8% in 2017. More precise and recent nationwide figures aren't available because HUD has changed the methodology in the reports and lumps older people in with all adults over the age of 25. However, a 2019 study of aging homeless people by the University of Pennsylvania drew on 30 years of census data to project the U.S. population of people over 65 experiencing homelessness will nearly triple from 40,000 to 160,000 by the year 2030. So it's a shit show. What does that mean? Would that be like Gen Xers? Uh, no, this is like the very youngest, like baby boomers. Hmm. That could definitely create a conflict because the boomers are the ones who really love the policies that lead to this kind of shit. Which is why it's kind of bitterly ironic that it's the youngest boomers who are actually like eating the bullet on this one. It doesn't fucking feel good, though. It's not like... That's why it's bitterly ironic. <laughs> I know, but like even things that are normally yeah. bitterly ironic feel kind of good. This doesn't. That's true. I mean, all right. Like the people just... who like die of COVID because they think that masks Actually, is yeah. Kid Rock. Ain't nobody gonna tell me Born again, QAnon Epstein. Yeah. Who didn't kill himself, by the way. When they die of COVID, like, I don't really feel bad about it because they're, like, endangering the lives of, like, potentially thousands of other people. But fucking old homeless people. Old homeless people. Yeah. That's, like, a whole different kind of sad. Yeah. It's a whole different other kind of failure of the social state that really, you know, makes you look at yourself and your whole, you know, 
an existential crisis, you know, floor gives away, get the chill. It happens. Yeah, like the, one, of, one of the people <laughs> they uh, talked about in the article was like this woman in her like late 50s who was like on disability and uh, she had like a back surgery or whatever and lost her job and then was assuming that like, oh, like be able to use her disability check to like rent it like a small apartment or whatever. And then she was forced into homelessness because cost of rent like tripled. Yes. So, yeah. Ain't that some bullshit? Not much in the way of uh, positive news this week. Yeah, also we're drilling. Hold on a second. I feel like I have to propose solutions to this because that's this is really fucking morbid. Um, the same way that we encourage everybody to unionize their workplaces, there's a lot of information about tenant unions. And I have personally seen the power of tenant unions where particularly immigrants are horribly exploited by these kind of conglomerate property owners. Mm-hmm. And there are several organizations that can help you with tenant rights, one being City Life or Vita Urbana. Oh, yeah. Please reach out if you're about to lose your fucking housing. Yes. Especially to City Life, the good people. Yeah, and we're drilling again. We're going to get that oil out the ground. Yeah, the, the Biden administration is allowing drilling on public land again. Uh, which is something the Trump administration allowed, something else the Obama administration allowed. And the only difference between the Trump administration and the Biden administration allowing drilling on public land is that the Biden administration will charge slightly higher royalty fees. Oh. So I guess that's somehow better. Oh, it's somehow better that uh, Democrats are allowing this because they're charging slightly higher rent. Yeah. Duh. My team good, your team bad. (laughs) Further accelerating the extinction of our species, but it's fine. A, a Democrat's doing it. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it, is, it is normal and good. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, obviously. Again, as we were saying, the difference between the red man and the blue man is how you feel about it, and that's it. You know, if you want to think that the, you want to feel that there's a distinction against the Republicans and the Democrats, you can. Uh, there, there is really not. Empirically, there's not. They're both uh, puppets of capital, which means, like, the only difference is that the Republicans, they put the brick on the pedal in the car to drive you straight into the fucking wall. Whereas, like, the Democrats, they 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 feel bad about it when they do it, basically, you know? They'll be like, hey, I'm putting a brick on the gas pedal. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to take the brick off, but I'm just telling you I'm putting a brick on the gas pedal. <laughs> Yes, yeah. you're going to die, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the car is a hybrid, so yeah. it's better for the environment. Not so many emissions when you die if yeah. a Democrat and, kills you. <laughs> it has a rainbow sticker on the back. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, fuck. That doesn't even apply in this case, because we're talking about oil drilling, so it's not a fucking hybrid. <laughs> I saw <laughs> a... <laughs> clean natural gas bus before though in Virginia. Wow. It said clean natural gas, which does not clean exist. coal. Yeah, it's a like clean coal. Beautiful black clean coal. Or it's like how uh how Pfizer says it's the natural gas that they're using to power their uh facilities. Oh, it's clean steam. Well, it's all natural. It's natural gas. It's rainforest alliance certified. <laughs> you know, we've got our own private natural gas line that runs under i-93 remember that columbia gas explosion that will never ever happen here oh could never direct quote from one of the like the one of the orientation people he said ever twice never ever ever 
Did you say EverQuest? No. No, don't don't ever, ever worry about that. That will never, ever happen here. Yeah, that's what I was asking. How many Evers? (laughs) (laughs) It's very important. I mean, there was an explosion, and it just wasn't where they said it was going to be. Yeah? Sorry. I had to talk to my brother about Batman. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Very on brand. Yeah. Uh, He wanted to know... That's All right, a good demarcation point to go to sleep with. I'm he's adding the new one, so. to the Epoch channel for Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. I am now adding Batman to it. All right. <laughs> I, I don't have much. Edit to, channel. I don't have much to say about Batman. I mean, and anyways, Batman. let's talk about some local good things. Two Starbucks is in the area. Uh, unionized the Brookline and the Cambridge, a Brookline in a Cambridge store, the Coolidge Corner store for Ooh. reference uh, in the Brookline store list. Go with them. Congratulations. We're very happy for them. Continue the fight, everybody. We'll show them. You know, you can't stop the train. They brought Howie back trying to stop people, you know. <laughs> I got, I could like, I'm not going to risk it, but, uh, you know, as an employee of the company, but, you know, ha. Huh. There's some internal stuff that they're doing that's uh, uh, not less than ideal. Very impotent ways to fight back is what I'll say. Speaking of not being able to stop the train, uh, a guy got stuck. His arm got stuck in a red line oh, yeah, train fuck, and yeah. fucking drove off and killed him. So Yeah, the MUTA is all sorts of fucked. It's just killing people left and right right now. So yeah, take your fucking mask off too. <laughs> I think there was an NTS. There's an NTSB investigation into that. So we'll find out more about what happened sometime soon. The doors are supposed to open when there's something in them. Yeah. Not this yeah. time. Oh. Is this one of the newer red line cars? No, it was the old one. That's unfortunate. 1970. What? I got stuck in the red line this weekend. What? 20 Ooh. minutes. And the door wouldn't close. It was half the door open, half the door close. Uh, but that yeah, wasn't that, why that I got stuck. happened to me in November. Where, the, where the, uh, the doors wouldn't close for about 20 minutes. They were just sitting there stuck. Continue your story, Chris. This is intriguing. Yeah, Joe, oh, Joe. no. It was just like uh, from the Alewife station, the half door doesn't close all the way. And eventually everyone's just sitting there like doing the same thing that I'm doing, thinking like this isn't going to close on me, is it? Because we're thinking what we just talked about. Is my arm going to get stuck in this door because it's half open right now? So we're all like walking up to it, poking it. Is it safe? And then jumping through one by one. You're like, come on, it's safe, but you must hurry. So we get in there and then someone has their family visiting, talking about the Boston experience. And then the train gets stuck for 20 minutes in the middle of the train. And the announcer says, I apologize. I really don't know what's going on, but we've been told to wait. And then everyone says, he knows what's going on. And finally keep going and everything's normal. But they had shut down. It was like Davis or Porter or something because of rumors of a giant fight going down. But then it was nothing. It was like that 20 minute delay. (laughs) Wow. But the door was still not closed all the way. (laughs) Nobody noticed. Yeah, that was just a distraction. (laughs) Yeah. It's a diversion. Yeah. Subways. They've oh, come man. alive. Uh, Jesse, remind me what the NTSB stands for. National Transportation Safety Board. Uh-huh. Yeah. Every time there's a plane crash, the NTSB is investigating. It sounds like a Korean boy band. Uh, what? <laughs> you know. I'm such a huge fan of NTSB. Yeah, I'm so, well, yeah. 
some sort staying of... up all night so I can watch their concert. They're on a delay. Yeah. It's, it's a twelve hour delay. The NTSB <laughs> is like another government organization that's supposed to be like neutral when it comes to corporate interests, but like it really isn't. They're really not very good at finding Boeing at fault. Any any conclusions that they come to that allows Boeing to come away clean is the preferred route. They'll wag their finger and say, no, no, you're not supposed to do that, but they won't actually change anything. People still ride 747s on the regular, those fucked up doors. We know you hate 747s. Hey, they're so ugly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> With the planes? Yeah. yeah, he hates them. It's like he's equivalent to my uh, my hatred of the new orange lawn cars. Yeah. Irrational yeah. and stupid? Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's just perfectly like... rational. <laughs> There's just better looking and better flying extended capacity planes. I'm sorry. The 747, it's just fucking awkward looking. It has like a lump on it, you know? Oh, poor awkward plane. Oh. Oh. It's a plane that has cancer. <laughs> Jesus. God. The miracle of flight, but it's ugly. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I only know what the 747 is because every time a plane crashes, it seems like it's the 747. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I just assume that every plane that crashes is one. Dude, it looks, it looks, oh, you think that thing looks bad? You fucking, whatever. What, what about like the Dude, 737 map? I am looking at it. It, yeah, it, it crashed it so many times stupid. that like Congress stupid? is like, guys. Yes, it does. Look at literally. You gotta literally, stop crashing the planes. Look at literally, literally any other plane. Literally <laughs> any other plane. Okay. I'm super serial right now. Because they're all like. <laughs> this plane has got to stop crashing. <laughs> like I show, I, I posted like the extended it's like an Airbus XL. The Airbuses are nice. It looks so much better, even though it looks like a fucking dolphin. It still looks less weird than the <laughs> 747. All right, fine. 747s look weird, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> it is resolved. It is accomplished. It's yes. just dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of dumb, did I, did I, I haven't used the soundboard at all tonight. Anyways. um. Wow. Wow. The restraint in me. Also, frustrated with my fucking software, so... You know what that means. We're just gonna hear, like, an endless bombardment of, like, the fart noise sound drop for, like, the last three minutes of this show. Probably, That's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna do that anyways. <laughs> what the hell is this? Some kind of tube? Some kind of bread tube. Anyways, uh, speaking of a tube... What? Uh, Michelle Wu! That was a totally clean segue. It was, yeah. It was flawless, dog. Don't even, don't even. Uh, re- Michelle Wu released her budget, uh, and it's no like. Here's the thing: is it's really no different. Like there is some social spending for like housing and for transportation, but it's a piece of shit because besides those slight differences, it's almost identical to both Kim Janey and before her Mr. Marty Walsh's budgets, which means a lot of the money goes to the cops. And uh, Wu dissented. She voted no on those previous budgets. Um, uh, in fact, the last budget up to 10 city council officials voted no. Uh, they seem to have scattered to the wind. And we're, we're back to funding the cops. Ridiculous amount of money that we give them. So Wait, there was a point in which we weren't doing that? Uh, no. You know, you know no. just saying, you know, same as it ever was. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest myth of the last several years, is that there was any period during which we defunded the police. And now, it's gonna be the opposite where you have, uh, 
conservative Democrats like our current president very vocally, like basically screaming from every uh, rooftop that we need to be funding the police even more because yeah. they've been defunded, supposedly. Now it's it's we need to militarize the police. But yeah. like the weapons that are being sent to Ukraine are like being sent from police departments. So And when I said that we're back to funding the police, I didn't mean that we stopped funding them. I meant that like, you know, as as David Byrne said. Not wrong. No lies detected. I'm gonna play that drop like like all fucked up and like distorted the second time. <laughs> I'll accept that. I'll accept it. Uh, yeah, that's all I had. Uh, that's all you had, folks. That's all I had for local news that I cared about. Really, I mean, I had so many questions prepped for EJ too. Yeah, weren't weren't. Well, is there anything else you'd like to mention, at least Jesse or Chris? I don't know. I'll yeah. I'll, I like to yield the floor to to the, to some folks for a second. See if anybody has anything. Yeah. Like that. it's been a while since Chris was was been a while. Was on the on wow. deck. Wow. Thanks for having me. Mandatory. <laughs> well, I had some thoughts earlier when you were talking about monopolies, but being publicly owned. I had something, but I didn't want to interrupt because it wasn't a fully finished thought, and it's still not. I'd just like to say I agree with that, and I'd like to try and plan something before i come on so i have a speech or something if you have questions that you have prepared that you want to ask maybe we could do like an open round table like a modification that's the only idea i got no it was for somebody that is not here i think chris means you could do that for him some other time anyway oh i was okay. saying like a <laughs> open format right, hold on. If you guys want to bounce questions around let me bring let me bring these up 21 we'll see questions. how relevant these are okay <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast this morning <laughs> that's what, that that's really what I used too? to ask people while we were like setting their audio levels. You'd be like, "Tell me about what you ate for breakfast." Yeah. Uh huh. Did you have anything else? All right. You Do you want to talk about your cross-country motor- motorcycle trip or what it was like <laughs> to live in Vietnam under <laughs> under the COVID just lockdowns? It, just giving it away. Oh. Just pretend you're EJ. No, neither. <laughs> what about your um experience with marketing and the cognitive dissonance of producing anti-capitalist content using capitalistic monetization anything about that what about well you know that video that you made called talking about my hidden disability (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to ruin the magic so we can edit stuff in for the answers. <laughs> well, I don't know, Chris. I mean, you are in the internationalism working group. So what do you think that American leftists need to understand about international solidarity and like... Oh, that is a good question. ...actually existing socialist projects? Uh, so first, to be blunt, I haven't really been involved with that, uh, mostly because I get the feeling that a lot of these movements are infiltrated by bad faith or even spies i would suffice to say people first of all need to be conscious of that those types of groups in the larger forums are definitely compromised and that's why i backed out of it yeah um that's what lauren said percent two they need to realize that the bubble they live in is the same as any other like they say the chinese firewall or you know rush blah 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 censored internet you live in the same bubble uh the world that you see in America or the Western internet is totally different than the one you see outside of it. I know I was in South Asia a few months ago. Television is totally different 
internet totally different sites that are blocked here are accessible there vice versa everywhere you go is different so the way that you see the world is completely shaped by where you live where you go what you're exposed to second a lot of people that you meet who are from other places if they come here and they share a different point of view one person coming from a different place doesn't represent everyone who lives in that place one way or the other i mean that should be obvious but there's a lot of thing of somebody says xyz good xyz bad it doesn't mean that everyone there thinks the same way there tends to be a thing of like oh look here's my trophy person who comes from a place who just spouts cia talking points all day but all oh, rest assured that they come from a genuine place but they also work for you know take institution university whatever there's a lot of that so everything that you see on the internet that people say take it with a grain of salt you know think about even like noam chomsky for example who on the previous episode of the podcast they talked about with the military industrial complex a good example like i read uh, it's one of the first books i read from him was uh, manufacturing consent it's definitely a good contribution and yet at the same time everyone still has their angle their point of view which is skewed by their interests so what americans need to understand in particular about their relationship to the rest of the world is we are the baddies yep the way that you view the world and the way that the rest of the world views you is totally different. Like once you're outside of this bubble, you're going to realize that, oh, holy shit, like I'm in an echo chamber. <laughs> and, you know, everything that I thought was real about the world is kind of neatly packaged to me. You're not going to see dissenting voices because it's going to be blocked. It's not really accessible where you live. And it's the same no matter where you go to an extent. Working people everywhere are under the same type of separation like people are separated so that you're not going to interact with people who really share your class interests and you're going to see things in the way that your ruling class wants you to see them no matter what even on the internet even on direct communication it's very difficult to get an accurate picture of what the world thinks from inside this bubble like the internet is not real life like those people who are terminally online like does not representative of the average person. It's kind of like how if you turn on the TV, it's all sports or reality shows or whatever. Like that's not representative of the average American life. The same way that you know somebody making uh, forty thousand dollars a year is the median income, but that's not even representative of like the average person in the world. Uh, and even if you adjust for things, the cost of living and all that, like the average person is struggling a lot harder than you are <laughs> against that. So you need to remember that when you're coming out and you're seeing these things presented to you, it's with the intention of giving you the feeling that, oh, whatever we do is okay because we're better than them. And you need to reject that. Full stop. Think, who controls what I'm reading? Who controls what I'm seeing? It's people whose interest is to make me disconnect myself from people around the world and feel like it's not my responsibility what happens. It's not true. You're all in it together. People are people. No matter where you live, what you do, you have more in common with someone on the other side of the world who works a normal ass job like you do than you do the rich person up the street who you know talks to you about uh, patriotism or national interest or whatever. In a nutshell, online is not real life, and the way you're seeing things is presented to you in a very sanitized way that is not at all representative of the average person. I don't know how else to say it. I think you said it pretty fucking well. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, Thanks. Chris. Those are some good words. In- Dude, you know what? I'm satisfied with that. That counts as an interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
All right. Uh, that was very good. Thank you, Chris. Awful. You got yeah. you got a thing. I got I got a thing. All I right. How was your go. soup? What type of soup was it? Uh, it was like some kosher mushroom and barley soup that I picked up when I was getting stuff for a Passover seder last right. week. Not the most interesting soup I've ever had, but it was good. Anyway, I'm hoping you can't make this shit up. UPI Weird News has started doing this thing where they're like, here's a weird holiday. Here's how it got started. Like President's Day? Yes, Joe, just like President's Day. <laughs> and Patriot's Day. It's a weird holiday that I barely understand why it exists. I have to tell my, my nephew about this because it's on his birthday. I have to believe in it. Anyways. <laughs> it's called Dog Farting Awareness Day, which highlights the way a canine's gas-passing habits can offer insight into the animal's health. This is something I do believe in. Yeah. Flatulence in dogs is most commonly caused by canines swallowing air while eating, but excessive farting accompanied by vomiting or diarrhea can be a sign of more serious health issues. So they've done studies in, into into the exact cause of dog flatulence? Into dog farts. Oh yeah, there's, there's I'm sure, you know, fully funded uh, science about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite paragraph in this article is the ASPCA declared April 8, 2014 to be the first annual dog fighting awareness day, but it was unclear unclear whether the creation of the two observances was connected or merely Jesus Christ. (laughs) Why was that so loud? I don't know. (sighs) Sorry. Turn that one down. That's there you go. a tender fart. Uh, yeah, a little dog fart would be. Yeah. <laughs> a very small dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chihuahua fart. And that would be higher pitched. I think. Yeah. It would be like, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, can you can you uh, do some some post production on one of those? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Beautiful. That, Sorry. folks, was a chihuahua fart. <laughs> and then, like, make one, like, I don't know, what's a big dog? Like a Doberman? What's a big yeah. dog? <laughs> so that face was a Doberman fart. <laughs> to the opposite. Oh, my God. I also learned from this article that, uh, that April 8th is draw a picture of a bird day. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the, wait, so what did you? We have these, but we don't celebrate fucking May Day. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, some bullshit, you know? Did you guys know that, like, <laughs> May Day was intentionally replaced with... Yeah. With Labor Day. With yeah. Labor Day. Yeah. To, like, obscure the fucking history of labor organizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I yeah. didn't know that, yeah. yeah. We are so thoroughly depoliticized in this country. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks dick, right? That's why yeah. we have two parties who are the same, but they argue about fucking m ms what? They I do? thought you were going to say yeah. Eminem like the rapper. <laughs> like, I want to hear politicians argue Dude, about Eminem. Tucker Carlson is like... Uh, Tucker Carlson is on something else, though. He, like, is, fucking... is releasing a documentary yeah, about <laughs> tanning his fucking balls. Testicle tanning, yeah. He is yeah. the number one what? anchor on television. Yeah. That's the what most that device watched was. TV anchor. 
And this is what he's fucking doing with his life. He's bringing back men, one one tanned pair of balls at a time. I mean, oh god, does this kind mean of a valiant uh, effort? Same guy that really wanted to fuck the green M M&M and M for some reason. How do you not remember this, dude? This is like two months ago. This is still fresh for most this is too Republicans. Much. Dude, I, would, I don't I know. Like, I just follow my Twitter so much. What happened? I remember that. That, that was uh, very weird. Tucker Carlson was really upset about the green M&M being like slightly less sensual, I guess. Everybody wants to have sex with the green It was the woke scold did it. If it wasn't for the woke scold. Yeah, and people are complaining that like... Princess Leia on the uh, HD edition of uh, Lego Star Wars has less... Slave Leia has less cleavage. Less boob. Yeah. Less boob on a Lego. These are very pure, important pure. Uh, <laughs> Lego. discussions of our time. These are very, you know... Oh, yeah. All right, so the new, the new green M&M These doesn't have, like, sexy legs. Or sexy yeah. <laughs> the important issues of our day. They changed her shoes. They changed her to a... And they put like some leggings on her, so she's a gender studies major. That's what they did. They changed her to a gender studies major. <laughs> she has like pretty. She still has eyelashes and you know manicured eyebrows and lips. Shit. Yeah, but Tucker Carlson doesn't want to fuck her anymore. And so that's she's the, like, that's the real yeah, tragedy. She, she just picked up the book. <laughs> no? Dude leans into a parody version of himself. Like, he's aware that everything he says is yeah a parody yeah, of he's someone very, who's, like, like consciously stupid. Yeah. But he also that's knows, like, yeah, that's the problem is it's all entertainment. But the average person who's watching that doesn't have the critical thinking skills to actually get that it's all entertainment. They take everything that people say literally. That's kind of a scary thought. But at the same time, you could play that to both angles, and it's like, why don't we just lean into it, too? Yeah, well, that was what, I mean, honestly, that was one of the, the reasons that interviewing Rod was so cool, because, like, that's exactly what he has taken up, trolling the fucking trolls, like, even harder than they troll the public. Somebody's one of my housemates said he was at a party with Rod recently. I'll bet. Who? Which one? Yeah, this isn't cool. Definitely. Which front lines, oh, or? I don't fucking know. Jeez, man. <laughs> Those are all wild forms of cope. What? <laughs> Turn to an old drop, yeah. He recently said on a stream something like Annihilation is rapturous, and I want to make that a sound drop as well. Anyways. No. Uh, yeah, let it. There it is. Okay. <laughs> God, uh, it was right there. Uh, yeah, my name is Scott. It's it's been an hour, folk. Folk. The one listener, folk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've actually been doing really well with the uh, the numbers lately. And then Joe just shows his dick. Anyways, um, <laughs> my name is Scott. You can find what? me on the internet. <laughs> oh, what? <sighs> Metaphor. Yeah, it, it was. You're, you're supposed yeah. to be modest, my friend. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Oh, maybe, was that a beer okay. can? Maybe showing your dick is a, no, is that your frustration? Okay, who's a beer? Body. Like you're, that's appropriate frustration. My name is Scott Sweaty Wife <laughs> on the various <laughs> on the various fucking social medias. That's, I make music sometimes. Maybe follow, like whatever the fuck you want to follow me on. Follow me on um, Chris or Joe, and either can go. Oh, that rhymed. Look at me go. Ah. <laughs> ah.
that that was that was something to behold. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you want to tell us who you are or no? Who me? Yeah, sure, I guess. You can abstain, I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, I am Joe's Joe. eager to. You can find me on Instagram at JLFB1996. You can find me on Twitter at JLFB96. I, I don't recommend you bother trying to find me on Instagram because I haven't been on Instagram since like February, but I am starting to tweet more, which may be a indication of like me increasingly having like more time to do Twitter, which is probably not a good thing for my sanity, but like it is what it is. I'm Chris. Don't really find me on the internet. Just follow this podcast and listen to it every week. Yeah. Thanks. It's Thanks, much Chris. more interesting than I am on the internet. Trust me. Thank you. Even when we don't have a new Very meta. Very it. meta. Because you're on the podcast. Yeah. Breaking through the fourth wall. Yeah. Going through the floor. Like when you go through a video game wall. Anyways. Um, We're clipping. We have a- <laughs> no, like when you fall. Yeah. You just fall through like eternity forever. You just glitch. <laughs> We're just clipping through there. the skybox. Yeah. Hava. Uh, I'm Hava. Uh, I have a website which is readingsbykava.com. My name is spelled C H A V A. You can also find me on the Facebook at Simcha um, Peer Counseling, which is spelled S I M K H A. And he's Jesse. I'm Jesse. You can find my music on SoundCloud. Dot com slash contingents Boston C O N T I N G E N C E Boston. Mm-hmm. Remember to hit up comrade dash rosie dot org. There we go. It's like the <laughs> sorry. You know Getting you actually didn't having... say it last episode. I totally did. No, you didn't, and you told me See, that you I, did. I knew it. I knew didn't. it, and I didn't correct you because I was like, fine, whatever. I bet you're right, and I'm wrong, but I was right. I edited it. it, it. Okay. <laughs> Comrade dash rosy.org, select that getting involved tab and choose one of our mutual aid groups to donate just time labor and or money because people really need your help right now. And I do have a slam recommendation this week. The slam recommendation is an album entitled Dominating the Extermination. By the band Facelift Deformation. Where is that from? Fuck. They're from the land of fuck. <laughs> what? The land of goddamn. <laughs> Facelift Deformation. Of they are from <laughs> Taiwan. <Huh>? So, <laughs> China. <laughs> yes, I got to make that joke twice. <laughs> it was so good that it actually took me a second to like Oh, I'm such an asshole. Not I'm sorry. Um, I'm not laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I I heard you. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> no.
Go to our Patreon, patreon.com. What is that? <laughs> patreon.com slash Credulity, where Ethicate Credulity on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter. I started tweeting from our account again. Uh, oh, did you? Yes, did you I know? did. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're on uh, what, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Clapper. No, TikTok. we're not. We're not on fucking Clapper anymore. We're not on Clapper anymore. Hava. We have we have given up on that front, I suppose. I, I know I say it every time, but Clapper really does sound like a 19th century venereal disease. Well, thank God you haven't been saying it every time. <laughs> Just most times. Do, do, have you been saying that ever? I haven't heard that before. Anyways. Yeah, he said that. He said that in a few times. Yeah, he said that. I did yeah, that he said that. Look at that. You're tweeting. But tank, though. But tank, do. <laughs> Thank you, though. That but was though. What a weird fucking episode. Anyways, where's I missed the days. It wasn't a bad episode. That's <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad. Expecting a situation in which you potentially be there you go, Carrie. nervous or stressed <laughs> out, perhaps. As was I. Instead. Yeah. 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 I still was nervous and stressed out, as I always am, but, you know, less so and in a different way. A way that is more comfortable and that I'm used to. Anyways. <laughs> Keep this all in, folks. Yes. Keep it all in. Yes. I'm hungry. I'm going to go make all right. a sort of food-like substance. Maybe comrades. Consume. Become Sorry, a patron. I just, I just got a bunch more stickers, and yeah. I'm happy we'll send them to, to you, mail them out. And then tell you, we'll put a little note in it that'll say, Sup, baby. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> so, baby. How you doing? Try a little, try a little, a little uh, happy face with suggestive eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up? Oh my god. How you doing? Alright. How you doing? Get your All nipples fixed. Right. Get your nipples touched. Alright, alright, alright. Okay then. Yeah, that's a good place <laughs> to end with Joe's uh, disapproval. Yeah, agree. <laughs>